Here is Hiram, the host of the hour, first to follow the fox named Neve, with books laid before the bear named M, to read and retire, read and retire around the long fire. Damn. Tripped over it. You fucked it up. I fucked it up. That's all right. I'll forgive you. Uh, I have forgiven Nia. That's, uh, yeah. that's the joke, right? That's what he says. So... We we got a lot of harrying and kings fighting. Um, these kings got to do some shit. I swear to God, yeah. these kings. There's like so much of uh, Saint Olaf, and I remember very little of it. And I'm like, there's got to be like some good shit in here that's not just him going around fighting. You would think. I really hope so. I do think this is the last that we're gonna read from Hamskringle, though. I think I'm okay. done with kings. Yeah. I'm ready to go back to the land of no kings. Bring back gods. Yeah. No, no. What's the, what's the famous saying? No kings or men, only gods. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm also fine with just men. If we get just the men on Iceland. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm particularly like getting excited about the idea of us reading Everat Saga. Um, which is just like a weird kind of fantastical saga about a man who lives 300 years. So that sounds pretty great. Yeah. Um, more of these, these Kings would be doing cooler shit if they weren't living like, uh, 20 years. That's true. That's correct. Um, anyway, do we want to get into it or sure? If you want. Yeah. Um, so we're, I guess we didn't say we're starting, uh, St. Olaf Saga. Um, this is Olaf Saga Helga. Uh, we read the first 55 chapters. Um, this feel like a decent number of pages or was it a little bit too much? It was a little much. Okay. We, we can do my paired, my slightly shorter, uh, per week yeah. thing that I figured out then. Um, I was also reading being like, this is a little bit much, but also some of it is just because it's not that exciting of stuff. It's just a bunch of fighting and harrying. Um, but uh, we get introduced to to our new king here, uh, Olaf. This is the son of Harald of Grenland. Um, and he's basically raised by his stepfather, Seathur Seer, uh, along with his mother, Austa. Um and, you know, I would say a, a recurring thing in here is that he's, like, uh, very clever. And also, I guess we're getting some eloquent because eloquent we're getting, like, larger passages of speech. Um, but really, we're going to have a few things where it seems like he's, like, being a little bit crafty in some of his fighting. Yes. Um, but uh, we do get this great story of when he was young um, and, like, basically all the people who would be tending to the farm were gone. Um, and King Seerther, who we will learn is like, uh, very fastidious and like hardworking and like practical. Um, he has some errand to go on and just asks, uh, Olivier then to get, to go fetch a horse for him. Um, and, uh, Olivier goes and gets the King's saddle and everything, but then fetches, a a goat, um, and takes that out to like, sort of mock him, um, and King Seether's like, yeah, okay, I, like, I see that you're not going to obey these requests, you know, 
if you don't want to do something, you're not going to do it for me. So, um, we get a little bit of his, like, I, I, from what I think of, of St. Olivier, we're going to get the, like, him saint, and they're going to talk about how humble he is, but I feel like he's a little bit haughty. Uh, definitely so far. Um, and we also get some description of, you know, his character. Um, right now he is not St. Uh, Olaf. He is Olaf the Stout, because uh, he's not particularly tall. Um, but, uh, you know, that stuff was all fine. I was enjoying that, that one page. And then we just get to a bunch of Viking expeditions, and here's where I lost interest. Um, but, uh, he goes... Vikinging and raiding various places, harrying, gets into his first battle. Um, he goes all over. Uh, he's in all sorts of lands. I'm just like quickly flipping through. Uh, I know the the one big thing is there's a part where he kind of gets trapped and then like uh, digs a channel in order to like get the boat out where they aren't expecting him to go out. Um, so that's a little bit of his, like, cleverness there. Uh, and I think they call it the King's Channel, um, and that it's only when there's, like, heavy rains, which was happening at the time, that you can, like, get a boat through there. Um, uh, I don't know if there's, like, any other particular stuff in a lot of this. Uh, we kind of take an aside to King uh, Ethelred, who, um, you know, is trying to regain England. Uh, and we get the part where uh, Olivier helps out and uh, brings down the London Bridge. Um, this is cool. <laughs> this is the coolest yeah. part. Uh, this is him being like the cleverest, I think. Um, so, uh, just the, the idea of there being a London Bridge thousand yeah. years ago and then someone fucking it up is sick. This is just like this is just like old world 9-11. I know it's not it, but like that's what it is in my brain. Yeah. Like, it's just going to be fucked up for a while. Yeah. You're not getting <laughs> you know across the river. hard building bridges are back then? <laughs> yes. Like, literally for, like, months, no one's going to be able to get across the river unless they take a boat. Yeah. Um, but it does aid in Aethelred regaining England uh, in this battle. So, um, we get it. We get a whole bunch of, like, uh, English place names here. Um I was reading this being like, I bet Jackson would have like a clearer sense of where all Olivier's going here. <laughs> um, but hits up Canterbury and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I know we get uh, some stuff that happens in France as well. So he kind of has like a buddy in France as well. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's if there's anything... I mean, we we get introduced to a couple other, like, earls and things. Uh, Earl Eric here is still around. Um, and we get introduced to uh, Erling Skjelgsen. Um, and uh, basically the, the rest of this becomes this... There is this great part where, um, like, uh, King Knut is, like, gaining power. Um, and the sons of Æthelred are having difficulty and he's helping out there. Um, uh, it's really important to understand that I understood that that's how you say it, but it's King nut King nut. <laughs> yeah. King nut uh, King nut. What, what was the chapter title? That was really funny. If you say, Oh that. my God, oh, the, the sons of Aethelred cannot cope with the power of nut. <laughs> they truly cannot cope with the power of nut. Yeah. 
Just this is my favorite Mario Odyssey moon. <laughs> um, but uh, we then get uh, Olivier deciding that he wants to be king of Norway. Um, I don't know if there's like too much else that happens before this stuff. Um, and there's this great conversation between uh, again the practical Seether and then uh, Olivier and Seether like agreeing to help out basically, but uh, you know acknowledging that Olivier seems to be like extremely ambitious here, wanting to reclaim all of the the lands of like his you know various relatives. Um, so uh, we get a lot of long speeches here. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's some like good little bits in him, but uh, some of them do go on a little too long. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we get some debates about whether or not people should uh, aid him, but he ends up being accepted. I do. I did like this part. I thought it was interesting where there's like some discussion of um, a lot of the, the kings in Norway, especially like the pagan kings, uh, kind of like when there's like a foreign person who's controlling because they're probably off in like Denmark or, you know, England or whatever. Um, and so they don't care as much about what people are practicing. Um, but when you got somebody who's like here in Norway and is a Christian, they're going to start shit for you. Um, but a lot of them end up joining just because of the like, uh, you know, connections, the, relations that exist pre-existing here um and uh he's going around sort of forcing some of the the regions to acknowledge him um none of this is like quite as good and crunchy about like a christian guy trying to convert um pagans yet no Um, unfortunately yeah there's just a Um, lack of guys overall i'm interrupting your thing but i was reading this i was like there's just there's no guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking about um, a couple years back at this point, I, we did um, Romance of Two Networks, which is about reading Three Kingdoms. And there's no Zhao Dun plucking out his eye and eating it. Like, yeah. where's those guys? <laughs> those guys are in the mist and in like the yeah, Icelandic like, side. Kill, kill crap happened. Yeah. Like, you know, he's yeah. one of those guys. <laughs> yeah. We need to read about Arrowod, Erverod. We need to <laughs> yes. read about him. He's one of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um he just like fucks off into the woods for a while while it's great <laughs> um yeah i think a lot of these kings just aren't those guys which is a, a disappointment yeah um and is they're increasingly becoming less one of those guys i feel mm-hmm. like as we go through this um but uh i would say the rest of the reading and i just wanted to sort of part of the reason why i did the the 55 pages or 55 chapters Mm-hmm. Um, it was less than 55 pages. It's just so we can get all the way to Earl's Fane dying. Because a, a lot of the end of this is like sort of the conflict between Olivier and Earl Svein. Um And yeah, I don't know if there's like... I, I'm like really breezing through some of this stuff, but uh, it's just because none of it was really grabbing me. No, um, and there's the a lot problem. of parts where it's just like, and then here's the verse, and it's just about how the king like won victory in this area. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Uh, I do think that the way that, that Earl Svein dies is 
kind of funny because he like flees um and is basically planning to like uh recoup power um goes and gets like support from king olivier of sweden his brother-in-law um and it's like before we like do this though i just want to go that summer raiding in the baltic and uh procure a little booty uh you know help shore up some of our, our resources here um and then doesn't even get like killed uh he just dies of some disease uh while he's traveling so um very anticlimactic death for him but that's history i guess yeah <laughs> um yeah i would say that's it yeah um Again, I really hope we get into some, like, weirder crunch years. I feel like, again, some of the stuff that I remembered from this was actually the other Olivier. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but I I feel like there's got to be some him going around just, like, doing saintly stuff at some point. I'm sure that'll be more fun. He fucking better. He's called St. Olaf. Yeah. Yeah. But he's not that yet. He's Olivier the Stout. That's so, that's so much more boring to me. Yeah. You're just kind of short. Like... I mean, he he should be like doing the whole like dwarven LARP if he's going to be called the Stout. He should be tugging yeah. on his beard, talking about gems and caves and shit. If he had a gimly demeanor, I would not be complaining. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um. But this is this is where we we are. This is where we are. <laughs> uh, we'll get through this and then we'll move on to a new book. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, I mean, I watched Chappie today. Yeah. Um, so I have not seen Chappie in many years at this point. I've seen it once, but I was arrested by it when I watched it. feel like it's like the fucking heart of cinema. Um, <laughs> you you finished Wing now, right? We're just going to take a yeah. straight detour. The part where... I don't even remember who it is. It's probably it's probably fucking Katra calls hero the heart of outer space is just stuck with me forever as a construction because <laughs> it's meaningless. Like, no, he's not. Yeah. He's not anything. <laughs> he's, he's a super soldier who falls into space all the time. He's got he's got two capabilities being intense and landing on his head. That's it. Those are the only two things hero you can do. Yeah. Oh, the the plot of space. Gundam Wing is uh, five boys all trying to get themselves killed repeatedly and failing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, Chappie's the very heart of cinema. Uh, I remember loving it, just fucking adoring it, and not like ironically because I know like Jack was like, oh, I think you'd like this. It's really funny. I was like, no, no, no this is this is fucking good. This is what movies should be, uh, and that's my re- endearing memory of it. Of just like yeah definitions of personhood expanding found family uh uh hugh jackman in tiny shorts wielding a gun anything you could want (laughs) (laughs) the so one i went into it within five minutes i was already like i understand why em likes this movie why i can already see all please describe to what you think the first five minutes start with like uh, fake news footage from like after the events of the movie where mm. people are talking about like uh what happened with Chappie like vaguely and stuff mm-hmm. like that and then it's like immediately going into like stuff about robots developing personhood mm-hmm. um, and just that aesthetic already was just like a kind of blockbusters aesthetic that I associate with you mm. where like it's like 
trying to address some sort of, uh, like, there are things going on here that are directly talking about, like, robotics entering warfare and policing. Like, mm. drones as well as, like, you know, all the stuff that Boston Dynamics and shit is doing. Uh, but then also being, like, kind of goofy about it, but also in a way where they're still getting, like, Anderson Cooper to, like, do a fake news report for it. Yes. Um, and, like, it just, like, has that certain aesthetic of blockbusters that I just associate with, like, something that I think you would enjoy. So yeah. five minutes, I was already... And then I got to the part where I was like, oh, this movie has gender going on. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah. so much gender in Jappy. <laughs> There's, like, pointed scenes of, like, Chappie wanting to play with a doll and then the, you know... Uh, daddy character being like, no, you need to like be a man. Come shoot people with me. I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I I do think that uh another extremely gender happening here is just that the the one like girl in the crew like immediately falls into just like uh protective loving mother role. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, I'm gonna say Chappie's a, a brilliant still... movie with a great subtlety. I just think it's yeah. brilliant. <laughs> yeah. No, it was great. It's one of those where um, it's talking about these things, but also, like, it's so of a moment culturally that you're also watching it. And it there's ways that it's talking about, like, gender and things that it doesn't fully understand it's doing. Um, yeah. But that it is just, like, this is, like, a, giving you, like, a deep insight into culture. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with it, but... Um, uh, also, they store consciousness on a bunch of chained together PS4s. It's the fucking greatest yeah. scene in cinema. <laughs> yeah, um, it is very, it is very funny that they just like figure out how to store human com consciousness on the PS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My uh, thing is like, especially uh, you know, maybe maybe yeah, this you're around my age, a little younger. Um, Short Circuit 2 specifically was on TV all the fucking time as a kid um, and I ended up watching a lot of it, despite the fact that I don't think Short Circuit is very good at all. Um, and I think Chappie just takes that idea and manages to do something much more interesting with it. Um, that's much funnier and much like more interested in asking questions about its premise, even though it is a silly robot boy tries to understand what it is to be human. One of those. Right. It's still yeah. that movie. Um I looked up Short Circuit 2 being like, uh, did I see this? And being like, oh, yeah, I extremely remember this from TV all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I remember this robot. Yeah. Johnny Five. Um, the, it, Short Circuit 2 ends with Johnny Five uh, coming back from the dead, uh, gold-plated now, swearing in an oath to become an American citizen. There's just, like, a lot happening in those movies. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hugh Jackman's fucking great in this movie. I, I just looked up Hugh Jackman and Chappie and just every picture of him in his shitty little safari outfit uh, and his awful hair. I'm like, this yeah. is a man who knew the role he was being asked to do and fucking nailed it. <laughs> um. You know the guy in Jurassic Park 2? Um, uh, Pete Possewaite plays him, right? He's like the fucking safari guy who sucks. That's him. Yeah. But like, but like, way more bought into like his his ex machina alpha male bullshit um but as like a farce i just think it's i think i love these kind of characters yeah the part where he the scene where he like extremely threatens um what dion 
uh, Dev Patel, I think, mm-hmm. uh, in the office and then plays it off as a joke is just yes. <laughs> the cinema. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I should like pulling Chappie. out a gun and then being like, "It's not loaded. I wouldn't have a loaded gun in the office." Yes, yeah, it's so yeah. it's so good, <laughs> just spicy. Um, love it. I yeah. should watch this. I haven't seen it in years. Um, it was it was also great watching it just because you know it's 2015 and it's like wow they still made movies back then yeah. like it it was on its way out but they still made movies. I mean, I feel like this is uh yeah it's that last gas because as far as I know this movie was mostly kind of derided when it came out. Um, yeah, which I don't fucking get it. <laughs> um. Anyway, I watched it because. I think you mentioned Chappie. I don't know if it was on a recent podcast or if it was, I was listening oh, to probably an old, an old one, but I do bring it whenever yeah, Chappie comes up, one. I talk about Chappie. Um, and so I, I had like gotten Chappie so that I could watch it, but then mm. I, I sort of forgot about watching it. Um, and we did record the question bucket for IBO. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said that one of the suits, there was a particular suit that I think you would enjoy because of the Chappie vibes. Oh, okay. Um, and that specifically like, Maybe go. I should actually watch that movie, but mm-hmm. All um, right, I, did, I did ask a question to tuck into the uh, time capsule. Yeah. Um, I'll be a while until you listen to that episode, but yeah, there, there was a certain point in the schedule. This might be true. Actually. It might've just switched to which season it's going to be, uh, where I think I'm going to be turning 40 as we watch IBO, which is a <laughs> terrifying thought to think about. Yeah. Um, I've enjoyed my thirties greatly. I'm not ready to be 40. <laughs> it feels old. Yeah. Uh, no one also... that makes it a 40. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just, I mean, this is true of a lot of Gundam. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like, that's also an, an extremely a show about teenagers, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, like basically all the main characters are like teens. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, like, towards the end, some of them are, like, 20 or something. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm like, basically... I, I still have to watch a G-Savior, but otherwise I'm basically free from Gundam. Yeah. You did uh, it. Also, we have the GGP episode, but... Oh, yeah. I mean, yes. <laughs> That's still to come. It'll be a whole thing. Uh, it'll be fine. We've been getting questions, even though I told people not to. We've been getting questions, so I'm still gonna be mad. Like I'm sure that we're not gonna spend the same amount of time on each question as we normally do for like a ghost divers question bucket. Uh-huh. I'm still just gonna be mad about the fact that I'll probably have to answer more questions about Sea Destiny than about Iron Blooded Orphans, a, a much better show. <laughs> oh, almost certainly that'll be true. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's the main. That's like the main other thing I've got is I watched Chappie, enjoyed it. Um. That no. and I guess there's been all the the game stuff. I've not been following it really. I was gonna say I don't. I, did you have anything for that? Because no. Okay. I mean, other than I'm assuming people have told me the things that I would care about, i.e., the Atlas games. I think is the main thing that got announced that I would care about. Um, but I truly don't know what else there is out there. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm forever cursed to like Atlas games. So I know I don't get it. I don't know what you see in them. I looked at the metaphor re and I was like, oh, this looks like a... I fucking rolled my eyes. I'm like, they're doing it again. They're going to trick everyone. They just made a persona with all the names filed off. Yeah, they made a persona. (laughs) Yeah. I hate it. Exactly. They made a persona with all the names filed off. I'm going to play it. (laughs) It's a a persona. It's also like a little bit of an essence. It seems like they're trying to like hit the the mid mark between smt and persona which is primarily just in tone because otherwise they play pretty similarly yeah um, it looks like it doesn't have the demons right in the same amount of kind of demons so yeah it seems like it might be a little bit in uh, the tone's probably different but the um the like fe one yeah. um i yeah. forget the actual title for it mm-hmm. um Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you play that one? I played about half of it, and then I got bored, and I just didn't yeah. finish it. Oh, uh, that I one was pretty good. I thought the dungeons were too, like, puzzle dungeon. Um, also, I was really annoyed that I, all the voices were, like, in Japanese with all the barks in battle, but there was no translations for them. I'm sick of that shit in RPGs. Let me hear yeah. what my characters are saying. Either either spend the money on the the dub, which I prefer. Honestly, I'm just if I'm playing a video game, I just want it to be in a language I understand. Or subtitle the the words. You gotta do one of them. Because mm-hmm. they're really chatty in that game, like really chatty. And I'm sure yeah. it's just going like you know, uh, <laughs> like fireball, double fireball. But I want to hear it. Yeah. Aha! Is this our chance? Yeah. Whatever the exactly. equivalent is. Yeah. Yeah. You need the aha, is this our chance? It's iconic yeah. for a reason. Yeah. Um, I think you got the point. You know, you need that shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember that game being particularly, because of the, like, chaining stuff, um, it was just, like, extremely easy to to break the game constantly. Because um, of all the, like, move chaining that happened. Uh, I enjoyed it, though. The tone was really good. Mm-hmm. I think it was one of the first. I'm sure it wasn't the first, but it was one of the first that I played that did a lot of the like in-game texting stuff. Um, Have you played um, Caligula Effect Two? Uh, I've not. It is sitting on my shelf. I'm gonna. Okay. I I want to get to it. Um, and it's just like, when do I have the whole? Really, the thing is, I'm still working through the Perfect Grade Unleashed uh, RX seventy eight two. Um, and I'm going to be working on that for a while, but I want to like, at least get the arms and head and stuff done where it's like, you know, the under like skeleton all complete. Um, and then maybe build like a small, like HG suit or something, and then do some video games and come back to it. But, um, cause it is just the most time consuming build I've done. Um, yeah, it's been fun. I'm looking at my to build shelf and I'm like. How do I get rid of unbuilt gunpla kits? How can I offload these kits uh, without just like, I don't want to throw them away. I want them to go to a home of someone who's going to like them. Um, yeah. But I don't know how to, I don't know like how to do that. Yeah. Because I have like, I have like three kits that realistically I'm just never going to build. Not, not even interested in opening them up. What um, are the, what are the kits? 
I've got uh, Ava Double O and Ava Zero Two. One of those is the like deluxe sniper rifle version, um, whichever one came with the the big gun. Um, and uh, there's like a unicorn suit I've had forever that I don't really want. Um, and there's a G Reco suit that I probably should keep because I think I'll probably like it and want to build it when I get to it. Um, they're yeah. both high grades, um, but those real grades, I'm like I spent real money on those and I don't want to just pitch them. That's so rude if someone, but I'm like, I, I don't want to like, I don't like, there's no way to resell. There's no used market for Gunpla. If you're listening to this and you want to, you want to buy them for sh- cost of shipping, I will ship you those Ava units, <laughs> get them off my fucking shelf. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is the thing. And I, I feel like I'll like hit a point where um, I'll come back around, but like building the same suit again, isn't fun. Yes. Maybe there's enough like distance, um, yeah. like the zero two I would think about, but I did build like, uh, you know, zero zero. Yeah. Uh, I built zero one. And I, then I look at those yeah. and I already bought the other suits by the time I did that. And I was like, I don't want to do this two more times. Um, I had this lesson very early on, which is that I did, uh, there's a suit that I did from IBO that's like a very different one. Uh, and then I did like, because I like both of the characters, I did like a suit and then like the custom version. And I was like, oh, oh this yeah. is the exact same fucking build. Like, this is mm-hmm. boring. Yeah. Um, so because of that, I'm always just like, well, what's the like one that I want to do um, that's going to be like of this vibe? So. Uh, I have my gunpla is over here, so I keep looking at it. Sorry if my like volume is dimming a little bit. I have too many stuff to build right now. Um, I depression bought the master grade uh Verka for the Zeta and the the Gundam uh Wing Zero custom. So, mm. <laughs> um, the Wing Zero custom Verka is one of the coolest suit things i own it's just sick looks incredible yeah yeah both of them are like suits that i've been wanting for a while mm-hmm. uh well i guess the zeta i think is like new or recently yes. got reprinted. i would i would i would love to pick up the zeta but i don't have i don't even have sh- shelf space to store the kits unbuilt much less display case space if i wanted to display them right now yeah i'm in a real crunch on my <laughs> gun plus space um yeah, I have those waiting. I have the Arjarja waiting uh, because I love Kiara. Oh, the rules, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got uh, uh, Kubali. Uh, I have the Gundam F91. Uh, Is that the, the Master new Gundam Grade one? And Sazabi. Yeah, the Master Grade one for the F91. Yeah, that's um, a sick fucking robot. Also for the, the Kubali. Okay. Um, I have the real grades for the RX-78-2 and the Zaku-2. Okay. Um, and then I have combined Rayearth, which I've been kind of putting off building because I'll probably try to... I think I'll get, like, the spray paint cans. I don't want to try and get into airbrushing. Um, yeah. But the motorite colors are just kind of off, and, like, it being, like, the big one from Rayearth, I want to, like, give it that little extra... Like, let's get, like, a nice red and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I have the Sigrun, which is a IBO suit, but from like a game or comic or something. It's just cool. I think I've shown it to you before. It was like a weird shield. Um, but um, yeah, that's everything I have sitting in here. It's mm-hmm. too much. <laughs> I don't know why I bought more. 
Uh, it's really easy. I have, I got the, um, the, uh, premium Bandai, like Gundam Rose high grade re-release that happened a couple months ago or whatever. And I am even taken out of its shipping box. Cause I'm like, I have nowhere to put this. The box is under a table for a day. I can handle it. I'm really excited to build it. Cause it looks sick as hell. Um, yeah, but, um, who knows? I haven't, I haven't completed a Gunpla build in like a year and a half at this rate partially i don't like to think about gundam right now it makes me miserable yeah but we're nearly done so it's fine yeah um yeah now i because i did build towards the beginning of sea destiny the um strike rouge and now sometimes i look at it i'm like why do i have this (laughs) i had built the strike rouge before i even started watching gundam because i was like oh it's like a pink gundam i I want that one that one's cool um it probably is my favorite of the the seed suits, but like that's not previously I felt like that'd be saying something, but now I have such disdain for the show itself that like all of the suits have fallen in my rankings. So um But that's where I'm at. Yeah. Do you just want to call early? Do you just want to be yeah. done? Yeah, I gotta go to drive into work early tomorrow hell yeah um, i mean that sucks for you you don't even have seed to watch you already watched them yeah i was thinking about watching the dub uh of final plus in the morning while i got ready um and i did the synopses and so i'm like i just don't even want to watch it again i'll probably watch the the last two uh sd gundam gaiden episodes um but Cause it's that and G savior. That's all I have left. Oh yeah. Well, um, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Fox mom, Nia on Twitter, uh, and basically anywhere else that I have an account. Uh, I officially secured that on discord. So mm-hmm. no imposters have taken it from me. Um, go listen to my other podcasts. Uh, Ghost Divers, we finished up IBO. We're going to do Psychopass next, which I thought I'd be watching right now, but we actually decided to push back the recording a little bit for the the first discussion episode. Um, just because I was having to record GGP has made my schedule more packed. But um, yeah, listen to Ornate Stairwells for movies. I'll probably talk more about Chappie on there uh, whenever we record it. And I think that's it. Hell yeah. Bhutan, but it is what it is. No one's no one's guessed yet. Like no one knows what the song is. You're killing me. I can't your bit is crushing my soul. I listened to not even half of the of this week's episode. And I was like, I can't, I can't, this is too cringe. I can't listen to this anymore. I mean, we we stopped doing we stopped fi- trying to get people to figure it out. You know who episode. Audrey Hepburn is. The minute you started going, I don't know who this is. I was like, I can't. I have to turn this off and walk away. I had to go get a glass Have of you water. figured out the song yet? No, I don't know what the song is. I forgot the song the second I heard it. The clues are there. I don't. I don't remember, and I don't care. <laughs> You've made the Napoleon Dynamite of podcasts. No. <laughs> don't say that to me. <laughs> I'm done with this podcast. We're gonna go find you. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at am underscore being where I'm actually tweeting. I got blue sky and I was like, 
what I really want is a better relationship with me. Shut up, Siri. Uh, of tweeting on Maine, and so I've just been trying to tweet on Maine um, yeah. more regularly. So uh, you know, if you still use Twitter, I'm posting there way more than the Discord lately. It's just been better for my brain. I don't know. I'm going through it. Sometimes you just go through it, and that's all you got. Um, yeah. All my podcasts are normalmapping dot com. Um, if you want to support our shows, you can do that patreon.com slash normal mapping. Um, we recently did a blockbusters on Paddington, which people really liked. Um, it was a good episode. Uh, as of this afternoon, if you get $10, uh, you get VoIP life where we're going to run down our, uh, summer games fest thoughts. Um, mostly just stuff that looked good. There was actually a lot of games I was interested in, um, this year, uh, which was nice. I'm also extremely gaming motivated, so, you know, grain of salt, I guess. I don't know. Um, and uh, for $1 a month, you get the Great Gundam Project, where you're going to be on next week, next Wednesday, to talk about the finale of Gundam Seed Destiny, the worst show any of us have. Have you ever watched a show worse than Gundam Seed Destiny? You haven't, right? I assume not. No. No. Like, there's I shows mean, that I've liked less, but I stopped watching them, is the thing. Yeah. I didn't stop watching this one. <laughs> there are shows that may be worse. Yeah. But I did not keep watching them. Like, there yeah. are definitely some, like, really bad, like, the kind of reality shows that are just, like, skeevy, you yeah. know? Yeah. There's, like, a tier, but there's, like, ones where it's just, like, oh, they're just, like, exploiting, like, a 16-year-old who got pregnant to make yeah. a TV show. This is awful. Yeah. Uh, and I only watched, like, an episode of it because Emily decided to watch it, and I was like, this is, this ain't it. <laughs> so, Yeah. I'm sure there are worse shows, but I would never sit through them. Yeah. Uh, and I, I wanted to tap out of this one so much, but I, I stuck it through. Yeah. I mean, you, you called the ending and you had to write it out. Mm-hmm. To be fair, there's no one else I'd rather be doing this with than you. Someone who <laughs> somehow watched every Gundam possible in the time it took us to watch Gundam Seed. Um, yeah. Nightmare. It will be funny just to send the timeline and just see how much I watched while we are watching Seed Destiny. Oh, um so please check that out and then we'll be watching igloo um which should be fun uh i was working on the art even if it's literally. bad it's like what nine nine episodes yeah it's th three yeah, movies three basically is how we're handling it but yes yeah um i was working on the art for that literally when we started this podcast so i don't imagine it being worse than see destiny and even if it's the same level of bad it's just over in three weeks there's like, no way it could be the same level. Of bad. Yeah, it's a fucking CG one year war Xeon show about test pilots. Like, it's probably going to be really stupid, but in yeah. like a way that I'll probably have some fun with. So, yeah, the politics will probably be wretched, but like. That's Gundam. That's Gundam. <laughs> There's a lot of Gundam that's like that. <laughs> you yeah. uh, anyway, this podcast comes out most Wednesdays, Um, not next Wednesday. That's our week off, right? Um, do you have that not set as our week off? Because like I'm recording and roll mapping on Saturday, so it is technically my week off. Okay. So next Wednesday, Wednesday is week off. Yep. Okay. So I'll the only place sure you can hear us is uh, on GGP. Yeah. Or on abnormal mapping. Yeah, abnormal mapping will be out on Friday. We'll have yeah. Dia through. We're playing Monkey Island two. I'm really excited to talk about Monkey Island two. Um, Guybrush throughput is just a guy of all time. Love that motherfucker. He's a loser. Um, and that's it. What what are we reading next time? What chapters? Um, fifty six through eighty. Oh, easy, easy. Yeah, easy. It's gonna be like thirty seven pages or something. I forget. Nice. How it out, but, okay. Uh, 
I think it should be under 40. So that's good. All right. Uh, I'm Yannick. I've worn out and speak's been a lot. So uh, until next time, we are out of the podcast. Then we are out of the podcast.